of my beautiful souls in this vast multiverse. I hope everyone's doing well. Uh, Today, we're going to tackle dreams. We are going to cover the dream state. What is it? How to analyze your dreams. I'm also going to go over that as well. Um, But first, let me start off by saying something. Um, I saw an article that came out yesterday saying there's going to be a space station hotel um, might, might open in 2027. Guys, I remember when I channeled this, uh, I think in October, I was channeling some stuff with Zalo. And honestly, I thought this would happen later in this lifetime. And I'm just so thrilled that we will be able to be out in space vacationing. So basically it's a space hotel and it should be open for business in 2027 only motherfucking six years. I told myself that if there was ever something like that in in this lifetime for me, I will make it my mission to do it. I don't care how much it costs. Obviously, I may not be the first group of people to go up there in 2027. I'm gonna let I'm gonna let um, a few people go before me, you know, get the kinks out. You know what I'm saying? Let's see, make sure it's okay. So I ain't gonna be the first one. But my goal is by 2030, so basically nine years from now, to uh, to vacation up there. And I want to do a firsthand account because, you know, motherfuckers be trying to manipulate space and manipulate imageries and manipulate images with CGI. So no, no, no. I want to see it for myself. Now, also... Um, with this new finding, I know this has nothing to do with dreams, but I just thought this was super cool to share. Um, you know, when they announced that in 2027, that they'll be open, I'm thinking like, okay, so y'all got to pretty much admit about UFOs because I'm telling y'all, I just have a great feeling that they're going to have to release something within these next few years because once you open up that space hotel, you can't deny it anymore because there's going to be a lot of flying UFO ship. There's going to be a lot of flying ships, you know, because you're, yeah, it's outside of Earth's atmosphere. Yeah, you're still relatively close to Earth, but we're still... You know what I mean? You're. I'm. I'm telling you, people vacationing up on that space station will, in fact, see ships. I know they will, and so I have a funny feeling they're going to be forced to disclose a lot of different um, old documents from the CIA. I mean, I know they've already started doing it, but it's going to get even more. And I just feel like it's just going to have to be more transparent before they launch that shit in 2027, because um, that's another reason why I want to go up there. I always want to go up there because, as you guys know fascinated with space. I mean, that's uh, nothing motherfucking new, but I, I just, uh, it's a personal, it's a personal thing for me. Very personal. I have to do it. I have to see it with my own eyes. Um, so, uh, yeah, that, that, that was pretty cool. So yeah, with, with this new space hotel, this will definitely usher in a new era of opening this world's minds and belief systems to different alien races to different, you know, UFO ships and different technology. And I do predict that AI will really, really um, take over. I I don't want to say take over in like a dystopian sense. I just mean like um, our technology is definitely increasing. So all those episodes of Black Mirror basically will come not I don't want to say will come true, hopefully not the bad parts of it, but the technology will will definitely emulate a lot of that Black Mirror, you know, the television show a lot of it will mirror it. So um, yeah, I just wanted to kind of throw that out there. So yeah, I do predict that, um, you know, as far as like um, having bio scans on our body, like, you know, in those little movies where it's like you have like a barcode or something, you know, I, I heard that they're trying to do that with um, vaccines. I think they call them like a um, 
vaccine passports or something like that. I do feel like some countries will follow through with that. I'm not going to put my two cents on it. It's a little weird to me personally, but hey, it is what it is, you know? But um, I do have a funny feeling that um, we are just going to, we're going to use a lot of AI to monitor our health in in our homes. We're going to see just a lot of bio... I don't know, science shit. I don't know how to say it. So basically Zala was just telling me, just brace yourselves for, um, you know, artificial intelligence really consuming all of our lives in the next, like, you know, we're, we're, we're moving, we're going into that era. They say this technology is going to make it a lot easier. That's true. But you got to also remember the, the, the downside, you know what I'm saying? The negative side effects, like, um, you know, someone constantly tracking our every move and all that stuff. But, you know, anyway, uh, just also wanted to, oh, also Zalo, my spirit guide says, keep an eye out on Mars. I know that we've been talking about Mars since they first landed, you know, what, what, what was it a month ago? I can't even keep up. I honestly can't keep up anymore, but, um, keep an eye out on Mars. I do feel like, um, especially Mars and Elon Musk. I know Elon has been talking about it and, and I, and, and it will happen. He will, he will make it up there and he will colonize it. And, Guys, mind you, you know I've already channeled Mars and I remote viewed Mars before. There's already bases, underground bases, excuse me, already on Mars now. Now, of course, you can't just take a, you know, a psychic lady's word for it, but you know, um, I personally already know there's already um, structures that exist um, underground on Mars. And I just feel like, um, you know, we will definitely colonize it in a more, public way because before these last like i don't know 40 50 60 years you know i just had the impression and also i remote viewed it they're not only is there underground bases but there's a lot of shit going on on mars <laughs> i'll say that but just keep an eye out on mars in these next five to 12 years i do have a funny feeling that um elon will kind of try to uh kind of make his own little reality up there let's just say that <laughs> and also um also, like I've said before, my predictions po- my predictions episode is be on the lookout for new phone technology, which will be holographic in nature. So for example, you put your phone down and then if you want to watch a YouTube video, it'll pop up right in front of your face from your phone. So your phone will act like a projector screen, like a projector, and it'll project the image in, in thin air. And same with text messages. And I also feel as though, um, and I also had a dream about this specifically, not the, not the, um, I'll tell you what I had a dream about. Um, it was about four years ago. I had a dream that I was using my brain to scan Google. I was Googling something through my fucking brain and also texting someone in my brain. And it popped up in front of me in a holographic format. So that is also something I see that will, might, might, might likely happen in the future as well. So look out for new cameras, new holographic technology, 3D photos, third dimensional, everything. They're just going to get extra with it, especially with holograms, guys. Holograms of people is going to be really popular too in these next um, five to 10 years. So just wanted to also say that there's a lot of cool science breakthroughs and I just, you know, it's just cool. Um, Wow. I did not mean to make this like technology stuff. Uh, Anyway, back to the dreams, you know, you know me, I can't stay on topic, but I just had to share. I just thought this was really cool stuff that not only that I've channeled and have dreams about, but also the little space hotel. I just want to share that real quick. Okay. So dreams, let's get focused V the dream state. All right. So the dream state. So where, so 
When we dreams, I consider it like this. Dreams are like movies of ourselves, the different aspects of ourselves. It is a place beyond imagination and reason. A lot of growth and healing takes place there. You know, we also visit a lot of our spirit guides and loved ones. We gain inspiration and knowledge that helps us with our life path and also our relationships. And yes, possible glimpses into our future and parallel selves and parallel lives. We absolutely um, are able to access that in the dream state. Um, We visit the astral realm. We have tons of adventures. So yeah, like if your intuition, like when you wake up from a dream and it's telling you something, just pay attention. And I'm going to get into that in a second um, about decoding your dreams. Okay. So Interpreting dreams, honestly, is a very personal and unique thing, okay? I highly suggest you are your best decoder because you are you. I mean, who knows you more than you, right? Um, can you go to a psychic and have them analyze your dreams? Absolutely. We, we can definitely do that. But I always encourage you to do it on your own first, You know what I'm saying? Don't discredit yourself. You know, I think that we just assume like, oh, you know, it's just too hard or, oh, it doesn't make sense. But be patient and allow it to make sense. You know, it takes sometimes with dreams, it takes time for it to make sense. Now, anyway, I wanted to um, go over practical ways to kind of analyze your dreams. So I'm going to discover I'm going to talk about Okay, this one you don't really have to analyze, but I'll just bring it up is loved ones, visitations from loved ones. So visitations from loved ones, those are in fact real dreams. Um, I mean, technically, and and you're gonna, you know, you guys might think I'm nuts, but I think in a way all dreams have an aspect of realness to them. I mean, so what, what I mean by quote, real dream and not a real dream, I don't wanna even use that terminology, but I will say this, when a loved one visits you in a dream, that was a real ex- ex- energy, that was a real experience between your loved one and you. It is much easier for our loved ones in spirit to visit us in the dream state because they don't have to, it's not a lot of work for them to get to the dream state. and because we already ascended past this third dimensional realm when we dream because guys every night we leave our sleep our body um our soul body excuse me leaves our physical body we're always attached by a little cord or something um so anyway we our soul leaves our body every night when we sleep which means we are transcending this third dimensional existence and we're reaching higher states of consciousness within this higher state of consciousness we are able to access higher dimensional realms and the astral realm that's where a lot of people love to play a lot of uh like i guess in that well that would be considered the fourth dimension i guess i don't know i'm not like a but yes so we travel to these other realms and what are we doing? Okay, so, ooh, excuse me, nasally. Um, so what are we doing on the other side when we're dreaming? So when we dream and what are we, you know, like I said, we're transcending this this reality and we leave our body and we're in a different altered consciousness, um, higher consciousness, excuse me. And basically what we're doing is we are growing as souls. We're learning. We are visiting our soul tribe, we're visiting our ancestors, we're talking with our loved ones, we're talking with their spirit guides, we're talking with ascended masters, Jesus, Buddhas, everyone. Um, basically, 
Your soul continues its experiences on the other side. Just like how we're here on earth and we incarnated here to experience something different, to experience our godlike self in a different format, in a physical sense. And basically, we go back on the other side to just, you know, like I said, continue our evolution of souls, continue our, you know, our journey. Now, the dream state is a very, very, very interesting place. Um, Like I was saying, a lot of things can be accomplished, healed, dealt with, all in that higher dimensional space. Even when, okay, I'm going to get into um, deeper, like a, Actually, before I do that, I'm going to talk real quick about loved ones in dream because I wanted to talk about um, other roles to dream. We, we can um, get out our healing in the dream state. But before I get into that, I want to talk about visitations from loved ones. Those dreams, in my opinion, are the most um, it's the most memorable experiences. Even for someone who doesn't remember dreams, I find that we tend to remember our loved one dreams though. So let me explain my own personal interpretation of loved ones, especially in the dream state. I have two different methods, okay? So bear with me. So let's say you have a dream and it's just you and your loved one. It seems like all the details of the dream doesn't even matter. The only thing you really remember about the dream is that your aunt or your uncle or your grandparent or your parent showed up and it just felt like it was just you and and them. If you had one of the a dream like that where it's just you and your loved one and it feels like your loved one's trying to say something and it's just you and them in the room, you don't really focus on anything else going on. Guys, that is a great sign. Not even a great sign. It is 100% real. I've done so many mediumship readings in my life and I've had tons of loved ones come through and tell me that, oh, let my let, let the client know that that was really me. That was real. I did come to them in the dream. I like to come to them in the dream state. So it's very real, especially when it's one-on-one. Um, so I just want to let it to be known for anyone who's listening who had a dream about someone in their family who's passed on, whether it's a friend, family member, relative, or whoever, whoever was close to you in the heart, they will show up for you because they still look out after you and care about you from the other side. So of course, those dreams, when they pop up and especially when they say something pay attention um and it's funny i find that a lot of us tend to forget the actual message sometimes we may remember seeing their face and that's honestly what's most important you know as long as you remember seeing them but um usually they have a message with it so especially a message pertaining it could just be pertaining to your regular life or just in general could be some advice but sometimes usually when a loved one visits in the dream state they just want to just let you know that they're still here and they're still very much involved in your life you know now there's another form of loved ones visitation dreams that i want to talk about so like i was just saying that one is more straightforward. It's just you and that other person. Now, let's say you were to ask me, V, well, I've had a dream of my loved one and it feels like they weren't even dead. We are doing the same things. We're reliving life as if they never died. Like, let's say you had a dream that your aunt has passed away and she comes through and 
Let's say she's you're you're seeing a dream of a let's say you guys are let's say your aunt always had barbecue Fourth of July parties. So let's say she guys always had barbecue together in the summer, right? So let's say the dream was of that same party, those big parties she used to throw. And let's say the dream and let's say she did that in real life before she passed on. Let's say your aunt threw big parties all the time, right? So let's say now let's move forward. Now your aunt has passed, and now let's say you had a dream. It wasn't a one-on-one dream like I was just talking about, but let's say the dream took place at your aunt's house with the big party. And it's like, wow, it feels like she's not even dead. You don't even, in your dream, you don't even think that she's dead. And everything's going on and having fun as usual. Now, let me explain why a loved one would choose that kind of dream instead of just choosing to come one-on-one straight forward. So sometimes our loved ones like to use our memories. Yes. Ding, ding, ding. That is a major key, guys. Memories. Our loved ones, especially in visitation dreams, they like to utilize our own memories, memories that we shared with one another, memories or something that will really stick out to you. And you're going to, and this is, this is, this is a good one though. Um, Usually when a loved one does that, when they utilize a memory, the memory is the message within itself. Let me repeat that. When a loved one chooses a memory, a old past memory, that is because there's a message within that memory. If it's like a party scenario, you guys are having fun, the loved one could be suggesting, hey, you need to loosen up or you need to get in contact with some of the family again, you know, or it could mean, you know, um, let's say, let's say it's the party scenario it could be, you know, we, you need to remember that life is not that serious. It's time to lighten up something like that. Or it could just be, you know, remember the good times, stop focusing on the, on the sad shit, you know? So sometimes they will literally use a memory to get a message across. So, so that's symbolism. Okay. So, you know, dreams are all, of course, made out of tons of symbols because, you know, sometimes it's not always easy for our like brains to interpret every single energy or message from spirit. So sometimes spirits know that. So they're like, you know what? Let me just utilize an actual symbol, you know, or like an overall big picture thing. So guys, sometimes when you're focusing too much on the little details of the dream, you may miss out on the bigger symbolic picture. So here's my um, recommendation for analyzing visitation loved ones dreams. If you are a detail-oriented person and you're not ha- and you're having a hard time decoding your dream, you may want to take a step back and do what I was just suggesting and look for the big picture symbolism. okay so um, but I highly recommend both going with the details and going with the bigger picture. If you can't get the message from the, the from the details, go for the bigger picture or honestly, combination of both. Now, that's just my recommendation for vis- their, what's known as what I was describing, visitation dreams from loved ones. So I find that a lot of us have these, especially after someone has recently passed or it doesn't have to, it doesn't have to be recent. Um, it could be like 10 years after they pass or 50 years. I mean, it's up to the spirits when they want to visit. And by the way, um, the dream state is very easy for spirits to, um, visit you in because remember, 
In order to even connect to spirit, you have to raise your vibration and they got to lower theirs, right? But when we're in the dream state, our consciousness has already raised so highly, spirits don't have to do that much work to even contact us when we're in that higher realm of consciousness. So it's pretty cool. So it's not so it's really easy for spirits to get messages to you in the dream state. Really easy for your higher self to get a message across and really and also the um the dream state's really good for healing and psychological aspects as well. So, you know, if you were to ask me, what is the difference between a psychic dream and a quote psychological dream or a dream where you're just working out your, you know, traumas or healing and all that stuff, right? So, I would I would say this. Um the higher self, especially when there's a specific message or healing that needs to be taken place, they will kind of make your dreams more vivid for you to remember. So let me use this example. Obviously, um if it's like a if it's a if it's like a message that spirit or your higher self or anyone for that matter up in the higher realms want you to remember, the dream will be so vivid, so weird that even if you are the kind of person who does not remember your dreams, and you you say, if you're the kind of person says, V, I can't dream for shit. I don't remember anything, but yet this one dream stuck out to me. So if you're one of those people, there's a sign for that. The higher self will, or, or your, um, yeah, your higher self, aka you, will utilize something so strange, something so weird in a dream, just to force you to remember it when you get up. Okay, so sometimes spirit and, like I said, our higher self will use out of this world crazy looking scenarios in a dream state just for you to remember. Now, how can you decode what that means when you awaken? Okay, so the first thing you want to focus on is. The details, okay, and and um, especially when decoding this, details and colors and feelings. So the first thing is, how does this make me feel? You want to think about how are you feeling when you were in the dream state? How are you feeling when whatever crazy thing was taking place? Were you scared? Were you worried? Were you like nonchalant? Were you seeing yourself in third person, first person, or second person? You got to start to really dig deep like a reporter. Who, what, where, when, why, how? You got to, you know, get really dig deep. Now, I also suggest when you wake up and you're like, whoa, that was a weird dream. Always, always, always write down every dream. That's always my recommendation for anything in life, whether you write it down on a piece of paper or on your phone. If you have a phone, I would highly recommend um, Evernote. It's a great notes app or the iPhone app. If you have an iPhone or whatever, if you have an Android phone, I don't know if they have note apps already added on there, but you know, Evernote is a great um, app though. Um, I use both. I use the iPhone notes app and I also use Evernote. But anyway, um, unless you're old school, use pen and paper. Nothing wrong with that. Having a little journal next to you, both work. But the point of the matter is the more you write, the write these dreams sound the better um you'll 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 start to have more but i just wanted to also say when it comes to analyzing your dreams the most the number one focus guys is your feelings how are you if you can remember and pinpoint in the dream state how you were feeling that will be an indicator but also also hold on when you get up 
you also have to pay attention to your emotions at that exact moment. So it's like it's like two different emotions you have to pay, be aware of. The emotions of the dream state, if you can remember that deeply, how you were feeling in the dream, and then also combine it with how you felt as soon as you woke up. Were you in a state of shock? You know, so usually we are when we have a weird dream. So, so and like I said, the higher self will use weird stuff as a way for you to remember it because the brain always, you know, a lot of times it categorizes and filters things out, but when it's something really out of, out of the norm, it will stick out. It will stick out. So the higher self knows that about the brain, and that's why it hijacks the mind, if you will, to get a message across, especially if you're stubborn. Um, no, and I'm not saying if you're stubborn, that's not a reason why you don't remember dreams. I was just using it as a joke, okay? I'm stubborn as fuck, and I still dream, and I still remember them. So it has nothing to do with stubbornness, okay? Um but I just wanted to um, say that real quick. So, you know, I honestly think, you know, um, when, when it comes to dreams, you know, um, there's always patterns. And that's why I highly recommend um, writing things down because everything's in patterns. Life is one big pattern. Life is one long dream. In my opinion, life is one long dream, you know? Um, one long day. I think dreams are really fascinating and dreams can be glimpses into parallel realities and other dimensions, you know? Um, it's just, uh, but yeah, it, it's just, it's, it's wild. You know what I'm saying? So I also wanted to talk about feeling tired after getting a full night's sleep. So if you're one of those people who, if you're going to ask me this question, B, why do I feel so damn tired even though I got eight hours of sleep. I should be well rested. Why do I wake up feeling still sleepy even though I get full amount of sleep, right? So my answer to that question would be this. We are always busy adventuring and learning knowledge on the other side during during our dream state. And so when you are very active in the astral realm or higher dimensions, you know, you may wake up feeling tired because we are inherently multidimensional. Our energy is always forever exploring and doing something, you know? And so here's what I would say to you. Um, for those restless souls who are busy on the other side doing God knows what, you know, probably amazing stuff. Um, I want you to set this intention before bed. If you are one of these people who get full nights of sleep and don't really remember dreams, but yet you still wake up feeling tired. If you don't have a physical like health problem, you know, sometimes people, there could be like, you know, I'm not no doctor. So sometimes people have like actual disorders that make them do that. But if you're not, if you've checked out a doctor and you don't, then I would say this, um, say an intention before bed, ask spirit, say I intend to, or you can ask spirit to help you wake up feeling refreshed and well rested. So you can ask spirit and ask your higher self to say, okay, please help me wake up well rested and feeling refreshed. And you can also set an intention before bed using those exact words. I intend to wake up refreshed and well rested. Okay. So by doing that, you're sending a message. You're basically calling up spirit and say, Hey guys, I need y'all to like, Toot it down a little bit on the other side. Help me, you know, help me feel well rested and take that as a good sign, guys. Um, you are very active in the dream state. I mean, you're you're doing a lot of work on the other side. I will tell you that, especially those who wake up, who get full eight to nine hours of sleep and still wake up tired. Yeah, y'all are really busy on the other side. Um, so yeah, you know, I, I do feel like dreams are like movies of ourselves, you know, the different aspects of ourselves. It's the place beyond 
imagination and reason, you know, a lot of growth and healing takes place there. So I also wanted to, um, and yes, dreams can also be glimpses of parallel realities. That's also true. It can be glimpses of our future life and past lives. That's also true. So past life dreams, how do they feel? Um, I'll tell you this. Anytime you wake, anytime your dream state takes place in a other time period, especially something very old and something that you feel very emotional in, that is, that can be an indicator of a past life dream, you know? Um, especially if it's not of this time era and you just see things that just make no sense. Like, you know, we're, we actually have, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, you just use your common sense. Some of those dreams are definitely glimpses of past life dreams. Um, and, and, you know, even uh, speaking of past lives, even certain things we're connected with in this life can be from past lives. That's just a general thing. Nothing to do with dreams, but I just want to say that I'm fascinated by past lives. I think they're awesome. Um, there, there's so much things to learn. Um, but yeah, so I also wanted to share this about dreams. Um, when it comes to the dream state, you know, we have so many journeys on the other side, so many adventures, but I will say this. We always have one, I call it the grand finale dream, okay? Usually we don't, even me, I have a really good memory, but even I don't remember all of my dreams, but I do remember a lot of dreams since childhood, but that's just me because I'm a weird-ass bitch. <laughs> I remember a lot of dreams since childhood. They all feel like memories to me, but that's the feeling I attribute. It all feels like memories. That's the only way I can explain my dreams. They feel like memories, but that's just me personally. But I wanted to share something. Um, there is something that I call the grand finale dream where we have, we have we cycle through so many dream states, so many dreams that there's no way our brain can have the kind of like a computer. You know how a computer has RAM, you know, to remember it. We, we would run out of RAM in our brains, if you will, you know, if we just re recorded and remembered every single dream. But here's the thing. Um, we have what's called a grand finale dream where it's the dream right before you wake up. That is on purpose and intentional from your higher self and your guides. Um, when it's really an important dream, kind of like I was stating earlier, um, I like I said, the higher self will work with your brain to kind of make sure you remember it. So they kind of utilize what I call the grand finale dream. The last dream, as soon as you wake up, it's the last freaking visual in your mind. That is the dream that usually has the main message for you. Okay. So it's like, you know, like, well, I had this start of the dream and it started out like this, but then it ended like this. So you also want to focus on the ending of the dream. Okay. So the ending, I mean, focus on the beginning, honestly, focus on all aspects, of course, but the very, very end, definitely on um, the last dream, the right when you get up, that one has a big coded message in it within it as well. But, um, but yeah, um, now I'm going to start getting into more details of analyzing your dreams. Okay. So you want to pay attention to, like, like I said, the images that stand out in your dream and you want to pay attention to the colors, the sounds, the settings, you know what I mean? You want to pay attention to the people. And like I said, um, see if any of these people in your dream objects, the setting, like what if you're at a beach or a mountain or someone's house, you want to write that down because like I said, 
all dreams play a huge part in our awakening, in our everyday life, and it can help us deal with the people around us and deal with our life situations. It can release our attachments. You know, our dreams are really doing a lot of work, especially a lot of healing. So like I was saying, you want to pay attention to... um the people, the colors, and the vividry. So let's say, for example, you're running through a field of of flowers. You want to ask yourself, okay, how did the flowers look? Were they bright, vivid? Were they dull? Were they crispy, crinkly, dried up? Because dried up flowers have a meaning. Obviously, they're not getting enough water, which means you may not be getting enough from the people around you. Your needs are not being met or your emotions are not being heard or watered. And so maybe that's why the flower is drying up in your dreams. So there's always a way to kind of connect to, am I feeling dry? I mean, hey, you know how we sometimes say conversations be dry, but you know, sometimes you got to check yourself. Am I being, I don't mean literally being dry, but you know what I'm saying. So you want to look at the, um, how healthy or unhealthy something looks in your dream, especially if it's nature. If you have any nature dreams pay attention if the grass is vivid green is it dying off is it crops dying off you know so you want to look at how something looks in your dream is it vivid is it not is it dull and if it's dull did it have cracks in it did you see a broken window in the beginning of a home or are you walking through your childhood home does your childhood home look kind of different sometimes we visit parallel versions of our childhood homes um you know so it's like do you know you have to just start getting into the nitty-gritty details and like i said when you are able to jot this stuff down the better you're able to connect the dots to your everyday waking life so you want to see it like that as well okay um so and also again your your intuition your that is your main thing that will decode it because a lot of the dream state and analyzing dreams comes down to pure old feeling, you know, how do you feel about this dream? You know, um, you just have to feel it out. And like I said, sometimes different versions of our past lives can bleed through our dreams. Um, because you guys know when you, when we are in that higher consciousness space or, and like I said, we leave the third dimension when we sleep. So when we're in the higher dimensional realms, remember there is no time. I have to remind you guys of that. Time will exist here. So what that means is that when you're in that other realm, you can access your past selves, future selves, and parallel selves. There is no linear time. So that is why in the dream state, we can encounter our past selves, our past lives, our childhood, because it's still going on on the other side. We can still view it. Um, Zalo, my spirit guide always shows me screens. He, like sometimes he shows me screens in the sky and I can view it and anyone can do this guys. Um, Zalo does this exercise with me, um, where, I mean, I, I could just because I'm clairvoyant, but honestly, if you have a, if you have an active imagination, you can do it. That is all clairvoyant is guys. Imagination. Spirit utilizes the imagination, um, and the third eye to get visuals across. That's basically clairvoyant summed up. So if you can visualize this here with me today, um, see, I, see, you have to personalize it because I'm, I'm a space bitch. You know what I mean? So I like space. So my visuals always include space. Um, but anyway, the visual that Zalo always does for me is this. It's a visual. I'm out in space. So I'm visualizing dark, dark space with stars. Now I see a big, 
screen. It looks like one of those projector screens. And I see three of them. One says past, one says present, one says future. So if you visualize three big screens, guys, past, have it, one, one word says past, present, future. Now, once you visualize these screens, past, present, future, don't force the images. Just say, I am open and ready in my highest vibration for my highest good and for my highest involvement. I intend to see things, you know, um, glimpses of my life or, or glimpses of what I can learn from or glimpses of whatever, or just show me what I need to see or whatever. You could say whatever you want. Um, just do whatever feels natural, basically. And what's going to pop up on these screens will be surprising to you. Sometimes for me, I see glimpses of my childhood. I see glimpses of things that I've totally forgotten about. Um, I see glimpses of my present moment. I see glimpses of me arguing with somebody and I'm like, oh shit, I could have handled it differently. You see? So it's almost like watching my life review without being dead, if that makes sense. So basically guys, we can actively check on what we're doing. Um, if you're in a highly meditative state, um, or you don't have to meditate. I mean, I agree. You have to have, you have to alter your consciousness a little bit. So I wouldn't suggest doing this visualization if you are just like coming off of a, off, off of a jog. I mean, you could, but I would say as long as you're relaxed, you take a few deep breaths, really get into your zone through meditation or whatever. And then I would suggest doing this because it's a very, it can be very impactful. Um, it's almost like, checking your life's progress and checking what you could have done differently or releasing the guilt, you know? So it's like, um, you can also use visualizations to release certain things and do energy work and energy healing work through visualizations. So visualizations, the reason why I use visualizations is because connects me to my imagination and third eye. And the third eye is easy. It's a cosmic antenna that connects to many other places and many other universes and many other dimensions, higher, higher dimensions, right? And so our little cosmic antenna connects us to all of that. So when we're in that highly meditative, higher consciousness, meditative, visual, visualizing state, it is taking place in some other reality. So I do want to also let you know that. So it's not, you're not just visualizing shit just to visualize it. Some deep stuff does go on as long as your intentions are pure and your intentions are real, you know? So you just got to make sure that going in, you're not just doing it just to do it, that you really do want to gain something from this, you know, and you will. So if you're looking to release attachments or release something, you can also get into different visuals. Um, you don't have to do the screen thingy, but there's many other ones you can do. Um, wow. Don't know how I got on this topic, but yeah. So basically like I was, damn, I don't even know how I got on this, but <laughs> let me circle back. Um, the fuck? Sorry. I'm like confusing my own shit. I'm like, I got so lost in my visualization sauce. I forgot what I was talking about. Um, 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 what was I talking about? Oh, the dream state. I mean, I know I was talking about the dream state, but, um, oh, I was talking about past, present and future. So basically like I was saying, um, I was using the visualization as saying you can use that outside of dreams to access pre past, present, and future stuff. You can do that in a separate way. You do not need to dream to do that. You can do the visuals visualization thing I did with the screens. But back to the dream state. This is why we can have past lives and parallel lifetimes show up in the dream state, like I said, because a dream state 
does not, because it's a higher dimensional realm, there is no time. Like I said, so we can encounter past lives. We can encounter parallel lives. We can see future lives. We can see what's going to happen in the future because we're in an altered consciousness state. And that's what psychics do, basically. They can see the future. They can see the present, right? That You know, when you Google what a psychic does, right? They can access past, present, future. All they're doing is just altering their consciousness, guys, aka raising their vibration. You see how everything comes down to that vibration? I really believe everything in life comes to vibration, literally. So that's why I'm like, don't be so hard on yourselves. It's never, no one has no secret magical code or magical gifts. It's just altering your consciousness for the better. And the more intuitive you get in your everyday life, I'm talking about if you're living a life that's balanced, you're focused on keeping a high vibration and you don't feed into self-doubt that much or too much negativity, you don't get into comparing yourself. I feel like that's such a great starting point to live an overall intuitive life. It makes no sense to just be a psychic and then after you're done doing psychic work, you go to live a shitty life. No, you have to encompass this in all areas of your life to be the full, to realize your full potential, not just as a soul or an intuitive, but just in general, you know? So my advice is this, if you want to become more intuitive or you want to become, especially when it comes to analyzing your dreams or more intuitive in general or more psychic in general, my advice is to live your live life intuitively in all areas of your life, not just in quote, oh, well, here's my meditative space. This is the only space I can be meditative in. No, you got to take your spirituality wherever you go. You got to use the tools wherever you go so that that's the whole point of spirituality is using it so that you're not bogged down by the human experience so that you're able to experience this life in the best way possible without it weighing you down making you extra cynical that's where your spirituality and your intuitiveness comes in it's about living intuitively embodying intuitiveness in all areas of your life not just in the spiritual religious factor. I'm talking about all areas. How are you treating people? How are you thinking of yourself when you're not doing spiritual shit online? Are you actually like that in your everyday life towards yourself? Are you kind to yourself? You know? So it's like the more you amp up your intuitiveness in your all areas of your life, living a balanced life, it will help you um, increase your skills tenfold overall. So it's all about using spirituality in a practical human way that will enhance this human experience. Because guys, our dreams, our experiences, our relationships, everything is for our soul's evolution. It's for us to understand ourselves more as a human, but more importantly, as a soul, you know? So you want to make sure that you are always being kind to yourself. I don't care. I don't care how many mistakes you made, man. I do not give a damn how many mistakes you made. I don't give a damn if you lost everything. You know why? Because you still deserve something in this world. And you can't talk down to yourself like you don't deserve shit just because you made some mistakes and you feel guilty about it. I'm gonna need you to release that guilt because that guilt will hold you back. You know? You can't, do, you can't do that to yourself all your life. You can't relive past mistakes and you can't believe that you won't do any better than what you did in the past. The past is gone. All we have is now. What are you gonna do now? That's all that matters, guys, is the now. So release the guilt, release any kind of self-doubts because it's only gonna hold you back. We're moving so fast into the future where 
we are our self-reliance and how we rely on ourselves and you know people the people we've known the people we've known for years may be falling by the wayside sometimes when friendships or relationships abruptly change or just people go completely ghost on our asses can also be blessings in disguises because maybe they we were you know we were using them as a crutch an emotional crutch that we don't need anymore okay so don't be worried sorry i know this this podcast would be about dreams but i don't know why i feel compelled to say this maybe someone listening needs to hear this but sometimes if we're forced to let go of people it's a really blessing in disguise because now you're able to hold on to yourself instead of holding on to everyone else and thinking that you needed them no all you need is you right now and the people who do need you back it will be an equal energy exchange in the future. But don't let the fear of loneliness or the fear of, I feel like I'm always going to be in the same situation. I don't believe in myself. I don't believe I can. No, no, we're not going to have any of that anymore. <laughs> You're worth more than that, you know? So that's what I was saying about really believing in yourself so that you can create a more intuitive lifestyle where you don't have to second guess yourself when it comes to people or decisions, you know? So it's building up that intuition, that belief in yourself. So anyway, guys, um, just want to say, share that real quick. And, you know, um, I do believe, you know, life is one long video game. You know, we have it's our own free will with what we choose to do. You know, we have the, the controller is in our hands visualize a video game you have the controller right you do this mission you do that mission oh shit i'm leveling up oh i get this next thing i get to pick to help me on this next journey and i'm gonna meet this new person and we're in this big video game of life and remember you always have the controller you can pause it if need be you don't need to figure it all out today okay we can take a pause break we can um, take a pause and get some snacks and have fun, you know, or we can um, get back into the game with new, we have a new cheat code, right? The cheat code is, I love myself and no one can take that away from me. That's the biggest cheat code in this life, guys, is loving yourself and recognizing your power. That's the ultimate cheat code. All right, with that, I'm out of here. <laughs> love you all. And until the next episode, peace.